Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi friends! Welcome to Spice Chaos! Welcome to a regular Monday episode with a fantastic guest who we'll introduce you to in a little bit. But yes. before we do that, your co-host over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Ah, thank you! And your co-host <laughs> over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Hi Caitlin! Hi! Look at that, we did an intro. <laughs> We did an intro. intro. It, yes, that was definitely an intro. That's what we will call that. Was yes. an, was that was an intro. Um, but yes, happy Monday, everyone, mm-hmm. and welcome back. And welcome if this is your first time. I know that um, with the squad celebration, we get new listeners all the time that only pop in to listen when we're talking to their favorite squad members. So oh. hi to those of you <laughs> that are doing that. We are happy to have you with us. Um, oh. I am so thrilled to have our guest today. You you guys, she is an amazing Instagrammer. I mean, of course she is. Um, But she's also a fellow teacher. Well, I'm not teaching right now, but I I can still call her a fellow teacher, right, Caitlin? I think you're always a teacher. Like, once you've been a teacher, like, I don't think it, like, leaves your soul or something. I feel like it's always (laughs) in there somewhere. Well, I I want to just I want to brag on the fact that um, this guest today, she is I believe she's a middle school teacher, which Caitlin knows that that's terrifying to me. Um, And um, yeah, she's had a good year teaching, too. And we'll talk about that um, in a few minutes as well. But anyway, we are continuing our squad celebration. And today we have Juanita from at Juanita E. Johns on Instagram. And we are so happy that she's here. Yes. Um, Caitlin, um, you have been doing most of the communication, like, you know, getting all of our our squad members and everything scheduled. So you have had a blast chatting with her over the past few days and I am loving just getting to know um, her amazing Instagram and just, I think that she is just a really awesome, cool person. And I can't believe we get to talk to her today. Totally. And I, Juanina is one of those people that I didn't know before she was on the squad. Like I hadn't seen her Instagram before that, but as soon as she hit the squad, I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen her before because of all of the amazing happy planner stuff that she has. I can't believe she didn't pop up in the hashtags for me or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. I feel the same. And I just, when I look at her Instagram, I think, well, I can totally see why they put her on the squad. Cause totally. Dang. Yeah. Right. Um, I know. <laughs> so talented. 
Yeah, so I hope that it's been a fun year for her. We're about to find out all about this past year on the squad, and I'll just get to know Juanita better. So, Juanita, are you there? I am. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. We are so excited to get to continue the squad celebration with you today. Could you just right out the door, just kind of tell everybody where they can find you on all the places on the interwebs and Instagrams and all that stuff. Just kind of introduce yourself to our listeners. I love the word interwebs. I say that in class to my students and they're like, interwebs? I'm yeah. like, yeah, everything's on the internet. So I, I love that. Um, yes. But it's, it's so funny. It's like they're they're used to it now. And I'm like, all right, everybody, let's log on to the interwebs. Um, yes. So <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Juanita E. Johns. I've had a couple people asking me if, um, well, not just a couple, but a lot of people asking me if I would ever do a YouTube channel. And I say, you know, some someday, maybe I don't want to say no to to that. But I think honestly, like watching my process and kind of like behind the scenes, I feel like people would either be bored um, or how would you cut something that's a longer process into something short? So right now um, it is on Instagram. I I do uh, stock Facebook pages, um, but I mostly just live on Instagram in my small little corner of the world. Well, you do that um, fabulously. We love that. But I would be here for a YouTube channel. Let me know if you want any tips or tricks to get started. I don't know everything, but I do know some things. And, you know, I watch I watch your channel. I'm like, gosh, you make it look so easy. But I'm like, uh, I'm just making videos yeah. um, for Happy Planner. I'm sitting there like, oh, great. This is going to be amazing. This four-minute video took me two hours. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm like, whenever I'm like, oh, man, I love the finished product. But here I am editing the video yeah. and all that stuff. And it's like, it's interesting. It's when we went into COVID, I became like a YouTuber, like teacher YouTuber. Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel for teaching and making videos. And I'm like, is this? what youtubers do i don't yes. do this i write a script i gotta make video add music to oh no um but someday maybe Ooh, i'm gonna have to check out your teacher youtube pretty oh, soon you will never find me i make sure i am listening. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole thing about like wow i sound like that why didn't anybody tell yeah me? listening to your own voice is is kind of rough but i think you have to just get to that point where you're like that's fine. That's just how it is. It's fine. That's me. Yeah. I remember when I, I remember when I first started trying to podcast Mm -hmm. and I was listening to my own voice in the editing process and I thought, Oh, this is bad. This is bad. No one wants to hear this, you know, but then I just started to get used to it. And, you know, I have to say, Caitlin is the type of person that will encourage anyone to start a YouTube channel. Like she is like, she wants everybody on YouTube. She's like, if you put a sticker in a planner, then you better film it for her for YouTube. It's true. Like she it's watches. Because I'm nosy. Like, I, I want to know all the things. So oh, no ulterior motive. You're yes. So- <laughs> she does. And, you know, any anytime we have a guest on the show that doesn't already have a YouTube channel, she's like, huh, well, let me see if I can't push you in the right direction to get that I mean, started. So. Gabe has a YouTube channel now after our episode. So I know he does. I know. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, I, I just listen, I don't, don't want to sound like um, 
you know, a robot on YouTube, like reading a script or something. Um, because when I listen, like watching Caitlin's videos, she's like, hey, you guys. And I feel like I'm like right there, like, hey, Caitlin, not doing. <laughs> um, but it's like you you're talking to yourself. Out. And that's the part that I have to get over. It's like you're talking oh, to yourself, but pretending you're talking to people. So what I do is I visualize like somebody from the planner community or like a planner meetup. And then I visualize like talking to those people while I'm talking to other people. I will say the talk through videos are harder to edit, but some people I know, like our friend Queen's Fancy Plans, she, Mm -hmm. I think she speeds hers up. She may do some chatty ones now, but she used to speed hers up. So she'd do like a little intro and then she'd like speed everything up and put some fun music and then just do her planning and then talk at the end. So there's lots of ways to do it. See, now yeah, that's something Caitlin, to think about. Yeah. Caitlin is um, so much more comfortable, I think, now that she's been doing this for so long, like talking to the camera. I, 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 it's like, I, feel, I feel like I was really good at it for a little while, and then I got out of practice. And it's just YouTube is, YouTube is tough. It is. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's consistency is so important. And, yes. you know, that's, that's, that's got to be something that you – well, and let's talk a little bit about like your time here on the squad. Um, you know, it's the squad is a huge commitment. Yeah. So, e- yes. Yeah, so like, even if you don't have YouTube channels going and like a whole bunch of like different platforms, it's just the consistency that you would have to bring to being on a huge team like the Happy Planner Squad. I mean, has it been? I mean, obviously, I'm sure it's been fun, but you know, do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, I just don't know if I can get everything done or is it overwhelming? Cause we're, we're very interested right now in like what it feels like to be on the squad. So just what kind of year has it been? Um, I would say it has been like a roller coaster year. Um, not necessarily. It's like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I regret this. What was I thinking? Not like that, but you're right. You're living a life. You have a life. And for me, that is a teacher and teaching, you know, it's like, oh, some people think or imaginary stereotype is that, oh, well, you know, you clock in at this time and you end at this time, like a typical normal job. And it's like, realistically, I'm clocking in and I'm working 12 hour shifts like a nurse. And my sister, Mm -hmm. um, for example, she's a nurse. Um, And during COVID, like when we were doing just virtual, I would wake up at five in the morning, clock in at seven and work till three in the morning. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, making videos and scripts and setting up the class because we did have to teach, um, that way. And so even though we are back in person, we're still doing hybrid. So it's virtual and in person. So basically it's two classes at the same time. Um, so having to do that and still wanting to make sure that, um, you know, I fulfill my commitment, I signed up to, you know, do this and and be a brand ambassador for the Happy Planner, which I love. Um, And so I would say definitely the one thing I had to remember was not feeling guilty if I couldn't post more than I normally do. Like one thing I I made sure was that I'm always consistent. I post on Sundays unless, Mm -hmm. you know, something happens um, because life. Um, And I was, you know, I made a promise to myself as long as I maintain that consistency that I had always before being on squad, then I was doing a good job. Um, And it's hard when 
Um, you may have other people and it's like they're, you know, they've been doing it for a while. They make videos, they have YouTube channels, you know, they do all kinds of amazing things. And you're like, well, why can't I do that? Um, and it's like, duh, you're a teacher. You work yeah. 15 hours over here. <laughs> like, right. you know, you have three different jobs at school. Of course, you know, you're just sometimes it's like the added pressure comes from you. Um, and so I would say that's been one of the things where it's like, I'm I'm excited and ecstatic and proud of myself if I can batch take photos and make flip throughs and things like that. Um, I'm very proud of myself. But at the same time, it's like one of the things you have to remember on squad is that you had a life before squad. You're going to have it during squad and you're going to have it after. And you have to find that balance. And also you're working you can't get fired from your job. You need your totally. money. So yes. you still have to, you have to keep up, you know, both. So I would say um, that's something that I had to remember. Um, my mentor, Nita, often would remind me of that because she's also a very busy person. Um, and I also am a busy person. I, like I said, I have three jobs at school. I teach. I'm on the leadership team, which is like a part of administration. I work in like student services, maintaining like school culture. It's all this stuff that I do. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, anything else I want to do that suits my fancy. Um, but just remembering that you can't, you can't beat yourself up about what you can't do. As long as you have your expectation for being consistent, if you do more, great. If you can't do more, that's fine too. And mm -hmm. the happy planner is really great at, making sure that you know, um, you know, when they're sending you product and, and things like that. Right now, it's very hard because COVID is making everything a little yeah. slower, you know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, for me, like with the back to school release, I'm like, yay, I'm so excited. And then it's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> Your package isn't coming till Thursday. <laughs> I'm oh, just kidding. Man. It's not coming till <laughs> Friday and you're at work. So it's, it's you can't do anything about that. Um but it's like as long as you are still trying your best, um, the Happy Planner, uh, the team at the you know Happy Planner, they are amazing and they understand. Like we all have lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And life has been so different. I mean, a year ago, a little over a year ago, we all kind of went home for quarantine and everything, and we haven't, we have not stopped yet asking our guests like, how did your life change during COVID? <laughs> right. Because you know, it's, everybody has a different story. It's like we've all gone through the same thing and something different at the same time. Is that, isn't that kind of how it feels? Yes, and it feels so, like we're connected um, and going through this experience. But, of course, everything affects everyone differently. Yes. Yeah. But we can all kind of, like, relate to the same stuff. And, like, the three of us, you know, as teachers, Caitlin has worked from home for a while. Mm -hmm. But... Juanita, I'm guessing that the same thing happened to you that happened to me, where one day you were going to school every day, and then the next day they were like, okay, so we're going to close, right? Yep. And then you had right. to kind yeah. of figure out virtual teaching, like, right then and there, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, so, so it's like, again, because is, I – go ahead, sorry. No, well, how is that how – is, how has things changed for you as a teacher since that first, like, couple weeks that we were off? Like, do you – have you like taken this virtual thing and like run with it or cause are more like me. I was so resistant to it. Like I really did not thrive in that environment. Um, but you're teacher of the year this year at your school, right? I am. I, yeah, I cannot so you, believe it. I am. <laughs> you obviously, you know, 
did something right. So just think about like right now in your teaching versus like say March of last year, what have you learned or what has changed or like, how are you feeling about all this? Cause it's been a, it's been a, a wild ride. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was when March came around this year, 2021, it hit me like, Oh my God, I've been doing this for a year. How am I alive? I didn't, you know, <laughs> how did I manage to get here? Um, and that's the, you know, on, it's like for me, it was, you know, the last day right before spring break last year. And of course, all the teachers, everybody has run, the school is empty. But of course, being, you know, having a different job where I work with administration at the school, um, I knew before we left that we were going to be out. Um, and yeah. so um, for me, I had like, you know, this moment of like, okay, we're going to be out you know, an extra week or so, um, let me grab anything I, I might need just because um, I have to think like that. I mm -hmm. am immune compromised. Um, and so usually what I say to people um, now in COVID is like, you're, you're living in the world I live in forever. This is how I live all the time. Mm. Um, and so with being immune compromised, I was like, okay, well, if something happens, clearly, you know, I'm going on FMLA, um, which was, you know, funny thoughts in my head because I, like I said, I have to be, um, I have to think like that for someone, for example, who comes in contact with someone who has the flu, you can come in contact with that person for a while. Um, and this actually happened to me with my sister. I went home um, the Christmas before and she had the flu that night. I spiked a fever. Um, and so it's oh. immediate. It's very, so for me, it was very terrifying. Um, mm -hmm. and we were, you know, we were told that, you know, we were going to be out for two weeks because they were going to spray and they had to learn how to do all of this stuff. And so for me, immediately, I was like, Hey, we're going to be out two extra weeks for spring break. I'll take it. Um, but I knew in the back of my mind, just kind of, um, watching what was happening in the world, watching what was happening in Italy at the time. Um, and how they were hit really hard. I was just like, let me just take some stuff home just in case. So yeah. I don't have to come back if, you know, we have to come back and get books and things like that. Um, and so I'm pretty, I like to, I like to think I'm pretty tech savvy. Um, before uh, I would say COVID happened, I was using like Edmodo and Google Classroom and doing all of these things anyway. Um, so that wasn't necessarily the part that got me. It was, I was working in my house and I already had a terrible um, work personal balance, like work home life balance. Um, but the difference is, is once I got home, it wasn't, it was like, okay, you're home. It's, you know, cause I would, I would come home on a regular day at 8 PM, which mm -hmm. was terrible. Still like it's terrible in itself um, because that was, you know, that's not, the best work home life balance. But I, I mean, I love what I do. Um, so when we went into quarantine and, you know, they opened schools back up, but virtually that's where I found like it started to really take a toll on me because everybody in my school knows that I'm tech savvy this way, along with a couple of other teachers. And so we stepped up to try to help everyone else, um, you know, helping them create Google voices and things like that. Because if you have to call from home, maybe you don't want to use your own personal line or anything like that, anything a teacher needed, they had my cell phone number and they would call. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And so I tried to make myself available to them while making myself available to parents who were trying to learn, you know, technology and kids who were trying to, um, I would say, swindle their way out of (laughs) doing assignments (laughs) um, by telling their parents, I did it. Look, it says done. And you're like, ma'am, it says, you know, it's done. But if you open it, it's blank. So teaching classes like that to parents took its toll. um, And, you know, Although it's like I survived it, um, just being virtual uh, alone, it really took a toll on my mental health. Um, And I mean, I'm not ashamed to say I cried a lot, like a lot. Calling my friend who's also working at four in the morning, knowing we have to be at work, you know, the next morning, um, we're crying together. Mm. Um, And so it's, you know, it's because you want to. And for me, I am. Um, a perfectionist. I want to do the best that I can always. Um, and if I feel like I need to give a hundred percent to this and a hundred percent to that, obviously, you know, 200% doesn't, it's not realistic. (laughs) I wouldn't go, okay, (laughs) let me do 50% this 50% that no, I made the 200% happen even Mm -hmm. at the cost of me sleeping. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's that, you want to you you want to do the best that you can um, because your kids deserve the best. My my kids, I like I said, they're not just my students. They're my they're my kids. I treat them just like my kids, and I want them to have the best. And um, often during that first year, you know, or I would not even say that first year, but often during that first you know time from March to May that we were um, virtual, I sacrificed a lot for them um, because to me, that was, that was more important. And even now I would say I've gotten better at it because, you know, nobody originally thought it would be a year. We're thinking like, oh, it's going to be like the flu and then it's going to be gone and Mm -hmm. magic. It's over. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, December, 2020, January 1st, 2021, magic, poof, it's going to be gone. (laughs) Um, Everybody's like, yeah, come on, 2021, throw this dumpster fire of 2020 away. And yet, you know, we're still here in it. And so it's kind of like, um, living our, what we don't want to be our new normal, um, at least for right now, this is our new normal is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh. And, and even being like vaccinated, like, I still feel like I'm, I'm hesitant to mm-hmm. like, to go back out and like live life because what mm-hmm. if I'm the one in the million that has a breakthrough case and I'm also like somewhat immune compromised as an asthma person. And so who knows? Like, who knows what would happen? And I don't know. It's it's definitely a weird time. I hear that for sure. It is. It really is a weird time. And it's just like you said, um, you can go stir crazy in the house. It's yeah. like, man, I remember when um, we weren't quite sure, quote unquote, what was wrong with me. Um, I'm allergic to grass. I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. Um, I have like 26 allergies and the big oh, one wow. is myself. Um, oh. So I wasn't allowed to like, you know, go outside because I, no one knew what was wrong at the time. And so I lived in this bubble myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just kind of like, I remember that feeling and it feels like now, like watching people outside and I'm like, I want to go outside, too, know. you know, yeah. <laughs> and, but it's like, I go outside now. It's like, I go outside to teach, you know, I'm like, I'm going outside to teach. Yeah. Um, I'm going outside to go pick up groceries, but I'm not getting out of the car. You're bringing them to me. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much, you know, that's, that's also a hard part um, is, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like, I'm an introvert. 
Mm-hmm. And all I want to do is is be home like all the time. Yes. I love it. I thrive at home in some PJs. But when someone takes your choice away to stay mm-hmm. home, it does really odd things to your head. Like you can't go this place. You know you can't go that place. I mean, I totally could go, but I know it's not the best for me because I take um I take medicine to suppress my immune system. So typically, if I get sick, I have no immune system to fight it. Mm, um, yeah. So, you know, it's really hard. It It is just in general for me. Um, I could die from catching a cold if they don't catch it in time. Like I can't oh. take I can't I can take like when I get medicine, I have to get a prescription medicine. I can't just go to the store and get NyQuil um, because it's you know, I take medicine every day. So it's always a um we have to be conscious of what it will do, how it will mix with the medicine that I'm taking. So yeah. it's, you know, if it's not caught in time and I don't have any symptoms because I don't know because my immune system is dormant, um, it's just sitting there festering. And so that's the scary part with COVID because they don't exactly know because my immune system is dormant, um, how, what symptoms would show up for me. Um, and so of course I'm like, I'm just going to stay home because I don't want to be a COVID incubator and not know that I am. Um, but you know, it is, it is definitely, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a year, uh, but I'm, I'm trying to make sure I note like I've, I've been careful before COVID and I will continue to, it's like, I, I tell people like you're, you're stepping into the world I live in all the time. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, I don't know how you felt about going back into your school building to start that hybrid model, but I, and I'm not, I'm not immunocompromised and I am not a person with asthma like Caitlin. Like I, I know that I don't have a whole lot of, you know, risks, but I was still scared, you know, Mm -hmm. after being home for that long, I was still scared to go back into the classroom not only was it scary because of COVID, but it's scary for teachers to have to figure out, okay, so we've done virtual for this long. Now we have to figure out how to do hybrid. So right. did you feel like that that was a lot to ask of teachers, Juanita? Because Caitlin and I have said, like, that's kind of, it's kind of been a lot to ask of us. Like mm-hmm. they put a lot on our plate. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, how, uh, do you, how are you handling that, the hybrid stuff? Because that was the hardest part for me before I left my job was the online and in-person kids mm-hmm. together was just almost impossible. Um, I would say now I've got a pretty good handle on it because, again, it's like um, just kind of if you're not tech savvy in that way, um, it's it's almost impossible. And I've watched teachers like you know, break down in terms of how impossible it is because some, the I guess the expectation is you'll just make it happen. Just make it happen. Push yeah. back. Yeah. You'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's funny. It's like, here I am. I've got this camera that doesn't move with me, stays at my desk. And this is, I am a walking teacher. I am constantly moving around that room, interacting with my students. Um, and I would say the hardest part that I notice is like it changes the relationships you get to build with your students mm-hmm. um, because it's like I usually say like when you come into my classroom whatever weight is on your shoulders you forget it while you're in there um, because I, I live in my classroom like it's you know 
a show like a TV show. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's that. It's like I'm I'm the actor in the classroom and I joke with my kids and I'm like, all right, you guys, that'll be 5650. I accept Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. How are you paying today? <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, at the end of class and they crack up about it, they love it. But it's like in my classroom because um, my first thought was, okay, I'm going to be in a classroom um, with students. I have to, on a normal year, teach how to cough and sneeze in their shirts or in the bend of their, you know, the crook of their arm. Mm -hmm. I have to teach that to them. And I have to explain to them and parents at open house um, what, you know, immune compromise and how immune compromise I am means. Um, And so it's kind of like uh, that I already had to do. And the added, I'm going to have to make sure that every kid is wearing their mask appropriately. Um, So, for example, I still have kids who, when they sneeze, they take off their mask to sneeze just out into the open. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, honey, why why did you do that? I don't want to spit in my mask. And I'm like, but you just just defeated the point of the mask um and you know it's it's hilarious because so I joke about it and I'm like "Ooh, that sounds spitty and they're like oh yeah (laughs) it was I'm like you're gonna put your mask back on now oh oh right right um but it's like they don't you know it's like thinking about I'm not gonna cough into my shirt that's disgusting I'm like but you just coughed into the atmosphere Uh, you know and it's gonna float over here (laughs) or like that but um so they're still because I teach seventh grade yeah. So they're that in between stage and, you know, they're coming up from sixth grade kind of changed a little bit over the summer, but they still want you to hold their hands. Yep. And I don't mind. And it's like, then I have to, you know, I also warn them. I'm like, you know, halfway through this, you're going to see, I'm going to, yeah, just, <laughs> I'm going to take your head. I'm like, <laughs> training rules. Hands. I'm just going to rip those right off of there because yeah. now we need to transition you, you know, to eighth grade. Um, And they're still not there yet. So it's like almost this, you know, they're struggling as well, even though we've been, um, you know, in a COVID like CDC guideline atmosphere for a year, they still forget um, like, oh, my face is itching or, oh, I want something to drink and then totally forget to put the mask back on. And so it's like I'm teaching and I'm like, all right, you guys, today we're going to learn about put your mask back on figurative language and put your mask back on and just kind of. Oh my gosh. through it. It's like, all right, who can tell me the answer of your mask slip down and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but it's like, I have to be on the lookout. And yeah. I'm like, it's a great response. I love that. Your mask is below your chin, but great answer. And they're like, oh, put it back up. But they, for, they forget. And it's so funny. It's like, for me, and I've even seen it like in the beginning with teachers, um, you walk right out of your classroom and then the air hits your face. And you're like, oh, oh, my God, where's my mask? <laughs> you yes. Run back inside. Um, but it's, you know, that part, just seeing that, um, because, you know, when we were in quarantine, we didn't have to wear a mask unless we went out. And for the most part, um, we had restrictions. So there wasn't really places you were going. Right. Um, so I would say, you know, having to just go, OK, we've been in quarantine for a while and remote and and things like that for a while having to come back into the classroom it's not like you have to reteach the kids school rules because I had a student was hilarious I'm teaching they just got up and walked out the door and I was like oh where are you going um and I just peeked my head out and I was like hey what you doing I'm going to the bathroom no 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 
you're not at home. So you're not yeah. Home, so you have to get a pass. You have to let me know. And so we had to reteach them that, but then also making sure that, you know, because they also were at home, um, mm. you didn't have to follow those guidelines too much. And so in my classroom, we weren't, um, we weren't like the schools weren't allowed to buy the plexiglass. Um, mm. But I did have someone donate it um, to put up. And I didn't, you know, I was very honored. I still have it. I didn't put it up because I felt like it would make the kids uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that you're just like, hey, I see you through this glass. Like, you know, and I could totally pull it off and mind my way through class and stuff like that to make them laugh. But I just felt like that would be one extra barrier to change the relationships in the classroom. But I do have this massive line of red tape <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, they're like, Miss Johnson, why is this here? And, you know, and I would teach them like, oh, look, one tile is a foot. So it's six feet away um, yeah. and, you know, six feet from the desk. And so in the beginning, it's like, ah, 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 your foot's touching that red line back up. Um, but now they tell each other like, oh, Ms. Johnson, I have a question. And the kids are like, oh, you're over the red line. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's so funny. Um, but it's there, you know, it's like our new normal, um, even though, you know, we are there is a vaccine out there. And um, right now I've been advised not to do it because there isn't exactly as much information on how it's affecting people who are immune compromised. Mm -hmm. um, and my condition is very rare. Um, and so I'm just, my doctor's like, it would benefit you if everybody around you got the vaccine. Yeah. You know, cause then it's like, yeah. okay, I'm a grandma and you can <laughs> come over and you're vaccinated. Um, so I haven't, but um, I do know some immune compromised people who are doing fantastically and then some who were hospitalized. So it's, you know, it's, it's very scary in that way, but I know, you know, I, I know realistically that the um, vaccine is not the end all be all because, you know, one day you might have to get a booster shot or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like it's going in the right direction. So we don't have that added pressure of wondering if that kid who was sitting in the classroom with their mask off for 15 minutes has affected someone else or did I come in contact with that kid or yeah. did that teacher come in contact with that kid? And then I, you know, I eat lunch by myself totally uh, because, you know, you have to take your mask off. Um, but it's, you know, it's those kinds of things extra. It's like, Oh my gosh, how long was I next to that student? Right. Or yeah. I it, kind of blows, it blows my mind that schools want kids to be back in school before kids are vaccinated when there has always been this like, oh, you have to have your vaccines up to date by February or you can't come to school. But now it's like <laughs> they're spreading this incredible contagion, basically, and they're not vaccinated. Like maybe they won't get that sick, but who knows mm -hmm. if Timmy's grandma is vaccinated and they're going to take that home to them. And I don't know, like, that's one big reason why my daughter continued on the comprehensive distance learning. Like, she's in seventh grade, and her peers are going back for one two-hour session every week now. But we're, okay. just, we're just not doing it, man. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know. That, and that, I, could see that. I could see that as well. Um, I would say when we were remote, I could see also that it just didn't work for some students. Totally. Um, you know, ELL students, right. uh, students who have, you know, learning disabilities, it did not work for them. 
Um, and then students who weren't necessarily good at like, you know, these like yeah. remote classes, online classes or something that even college students sometimes struggle struggle with because they're so used to being yeah. in person. And I'm, I'm like now this will be in our history. Kids will go to college or, you know, do something like, oh, I got this. I did this for a whole yeah. year. Um, <laughs> but it's it is it's even now with the hybrid, I can still see um, students who are struggling um, because it's just not necessarily it doesn't work for them, but they have family members who are immune compromised. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, so it, it I, is that struggle. Totally. It's definitely a balance and some kids should be back in the classroom. But I mean, like in our district, all of the parents basically voted that they wanted to continue the year on the comprehensive distance learning and I mean, it was like 85% or something. It was a, a crazy number. Um, but then our governor decided that every school had to go back or had to have some in-person um, opportunity. And it just didn't feel like it was kid-based to me. That, that's just the vibe that I got, though. It hasn't felt like it was kid-based to me at all yet. Yeah. Because, first of all, I have, yeah, and this is, as a person who, and Juanita, I left my job as a teacher uh, March 5th. I had a very, very mm -hmm. challenging year with my administration and it was very, very tough. And it was, I, I, I had no choice. Like I knew that the writing was on the wall, that they were not going to have me back after June. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And I, I've been a teacher for 14 years, so it was really hard um, to make that decision. But I think that a lot of these school boards in so many of these states and districts have not been looking at kids' best interests Yeah, because for me, I think that one of the things that kids need more than anything else is consistency and structure. Mm -hmm. And my district has had them come back and then go back home and then come back and then go back home oh. and then come back hybrid and then go back home. And then just, you know, it's like every right. time they think, okay, so the numbers are good for this week. So we're going to bring all the kids back to school and then, Oh, the numbers get bad again. So they send them back home virtual. Oh, okay, I think I that that's been yeah, that's been harder, I think, on children than just, okay, y'all just stay home for a year and do virtual because mm -hmm. it's just been so back and forth. And, you know, one week to the next, we don't know, are, is it is it group A that's coming? Is it group B? Um, are they going to come for four days and then they're going to be off on this day? And it's just it's just been so up in the air. And then on top of everything else, we are still having our high stakes EOCs and EOGs yep. at the end of the school year. Right. And I don't think that that's fair. I really don't. I, I don't think that after this school year that it is fair to put that kind of pressure on kids. And they're even going to force the kids that are in all virtual that have opted out of coming back into the building. They're making them come into the building to take these useless tests. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even for so, a virtual school, the only option we have is in-person testing. And our state is requiring it for all grades but we're over here like here's the opt-out form here you go right. yep. opt-out mm -hmm. form but if you really want to test you can come here so that's that's kind of what our plan is right now. I was gonna well, say I'm, that that makes sense because yeah. um yeah. we didn't we are like so in Florida at least our um our county we've been in school since last year August yeah so we started it was just kind of um our virtual was March to May, and then over the summer, they had, like, they sent out a survey asking parents if they would be interested in doing um, 
traditional or remote. And if they chose to do remote, then they would be, you know, that was our hybrid. They would be uh, the students who were, you know, logging into class um, versus the kids who are in person. Um, so we we haven't, even if numbers change, nothing changed. Like they would still, those kids would be coming to school. Um, wow. And we don't have the A and B group. So like, oh, hey, you're coming on Monday, Wednesday, not like that. It's so it's like if you um, registered as traditional, you're in school every day. And then mm. if you are remote, you're in school online every day. Um, we do have the added frustration of kids who were signed up for traditional school decide, mm -hmm. I don't feel like getting out of bed today. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to log in on Zoom. Um, and then you're like, hey, um, that work you needed is in class. Right. You didn't yeah. let me know. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. oh, well, I can't work today. And I'm like, well, then I guess you're absent. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we've, we've gotten to a point where we've worked out those kinks, like, in that way. And I would say that would be the difference because yeah. if they're flip-flopping where it's like, oh, wait, just kidding. Schools are closed. I could imagine that being um, a whole different set of headaches. Um but we do have our students who are remote. They do have to come into school to test. And so far, I mean, it's been a smooth process. Um, we've only had one of our tests so far and our next set of tests um, are the first week of May. But I will say that that's been um, the consistency in who's coming to school versus who is remote has not changed since August. We do yeah, have more good. kids who've come to school um, because in January they could revisit it. And if they felt like from August to December, the, their kid just was not thriving in the mm -hmm. you know, virtual um, atmosphere that they could come back to school. So we did have kids come back in January, um, but it's been consistent. We haven't closed. Wow, it's so interesting wow. to me how different states are doing it so yeah. differently. Because in the yeah. three states, even where we live, like Florida, North Carolina, and Oregon, it's so different. And I've heard, like, even Washington and California, who are, like, our neighboring states, are doing it different. It's so it's wild to me. I, I love learning about all the different ways that people are making this happen. Yeah, I'm in a lot of those teacher advocacy groups on Facebook, <laughs> and most of them are North Carolina-based, obviously, yeah. because that's where I live. But some of the districts, even in the state of North Carolina, have had kids back since August. I mean, mm -hmm. there are some of the rural counties that have had the kids back since August. And, you know, then the rest of us are over here in these big, huge districts because my district where I live in Charlotte is like the one of the I think is the second largest district in the state. We have gone back and forth so much that it's just been so difficult, especially for the teachers to know, well, next week we don't know what we're doing because the school board's meeting on Thursday. So who knows what they'll right. say. Right. And yeah, mm -hmm. so, but for me, you know, I, I hate to be that parent that, you know, reaches for those opt out forms, but I just don't believe that those tests are all that important. And I don't really think that they measure as much as is the people who make the test think they do. So mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to opt mine out of going back to school for the high stakes test because they haven't been in the building all year long. And now we're expecting them to show up for the first time all year and take a hard, like a hard test. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the other thing yeah. is, um, you know, it's like in a classroom, if my students um, who are traditional decided on a day we were taking a test that, oh, I missed the bus. 
I must stay home, <laughs> um, yeah. which is often <laughs> what happened in the beginning. Um, whenever there was a test in someone's class, I'd be like, where, are, where is everybody? Why is my class right. almost empty? <laughs> um, because, you know, no one's at home to say, oh, they won't know if I'm using my notes on the test. Um, <laughs> right. That kind of thing was happening. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. And so the scary part is like, you know, a parent, for example, might see like, my kid has been totally cheating on your test all year. <laughs> and now they're going to have to come into school and, yeah. you know, not be not able to cheap. use those things. <laughs> um, and so that is also, you know, like parents are, I, I appreciate that, you know, parents have been very honest. And luckily for me, it's like, I thought of that and I'm like, yeah, well, that's why I don't have any multiple choice tests there. <laughs> you can't yeah. cheat on it. And everybody uses their sources. So it doesn't matter because I'm an ELA teacher. So it's yeah. like, you got to cite evidence anywhere. There's nothing to cheat on. Exactly. Um, but I understand <laughs> um, at home, it's like, depending on what class you are and if it's multiple choice, they're like, my kid has been cheating since yeah. August. <laughs> and now they have to take a test in May on this. They know nothing. Um, oh. And it's like, you know, it's, I understand, I understand that as well. And then it's, you know, it's that on the other hand, it's like, um, when it was like, wait, you know, us and the, the teachers in the back of the, you know, room, like, do we get a say? No, not today. Okay. How about now? Do we get a say today? Um, but it, it was funny. It's like, you could see it, like when we first went virtual, before that, the story was, well, teachers signed up for this. You signed up for all this hard work, you know, and all this stuff that you do. Don't complain about it. And then the we kids went home, you know, <laughs> the kids went home and then the parents are like, oh, my God, you do this. I'm trying to tell little Billy to focus and he can't focus for like two seconds. And I'm right. like, there, that's that's the kid I have in class. And I was letting you know, little Billy, you know, has an issue, but. You didn't believe me. Um, right. And so the story changed and they're like, teachers should be paid a million kajillion dollars. Right. And then it was like, all right, you guys, we're thinking we're going to stay home again in August to October. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I right. don't want to know. We just had them for the summer. We had them from March to May. I can't. I cannot do this again with my kids. So you take them back. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, it is. It is interesting. Meanwhile, we're like, um, excuse me. What right. about the immune compromised? teachers what do right. what do we do and, well, and you know, I, I always part. say like teachers are heroes when we're standing there ready to take a bullet for their kids like that's on the extreme but like we're heroes right in those situations but lord have mercy if we have a voice you know yeah. you know the narrative quickly changed when it was like yeah. oh so this wasn't temporary yeah. you know and it's like it's I understand like I, I'd imagine that because it's you know um it's hard like a parent's working their job mm -hmm. and they have kids in the background. They're trying to make sure, you know, they're trusting that little Billy is doing their work instead of submitting blank assignments. Exactly. Um, and they find out that little Billy isn't because the difference is like when they're in class, we're constantly monitoring that they're doing the work. Right. Uh, and I understand that like full on load as a parent working from home, having to make sure it becomes too much. Um, and then the narrative changed to, well, you signed up for this um, again. And so I try to, you know, remember, like, 
they're working, we're the ones chasing the kids around, you know, I feel like right. that in middle school too, um, kids running around, you're like, come back here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it never changes, even in high totally. school, I high school too, you're like, why? Yeah, why? exactly. Why flips on the well, ground, come back here. And I can see it from both perspectives, because I'm yeah. both a teacher and a parent, and so, right. you know, I'm trying to, I've always been trying to work from home, like, that's just been what I've been doing since about 2015, um, because our school is all virtual all the time. But when my kids came home, uh, I basically demanded that my husband become a stay at home dad. (laughs) Like I could not have done I could not have done COVID and working without his support. So I do see that perspective as well. But we also have to do what's best for the kids. Absolutely. It's always, you know, what's best for kids. And so I understand that um, it's a balancing act with because it's like you want to do what's best for kids, but how how do you like, you know, you're thinking about those kids right. who genuinely struggle, who yeah. the atmosphere virtually is just not working, but yeah. you can't say, well, only you guys get to come yeah. to school and you guys can't come to school. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I, I do not a right that. answer. Yeah, right. there's, there's not no a, right there's answer. Not, and it's no. like because there's no right answer and we're doing what's best for kids. Sometimes it's like it's hard to to accept that as. Yeah, a teacher and you're like well what about what's best for me you know and what's what about what's best for me mentally and so one of the things um I was on a committee a teacher committee in the summer and I said I'm going to tell you right now um don't assume that your teachers are okay we know how to put on a show for our kids we come to school every day you know when we're not feeling well um I know for me personally I was like I do that every day, every day, I'm not feeling Mm -hmm. well. And my kids never know. Or I tell them, you know, you fake it till you make it when they look at my face. And they're like, Miss Johnson, you don't look so well. And I'm like, thanks for telling me I'm ugly today. (laughs) Um, Turn it into a joke. And I'm like, and I just say to them, you know, you fake it till you make it. Um, But it is it's like, I mentioned, I'm like, do not forget that. Yes, we're doing what's best for kids. But your teachers are people. And our mental health is just as important um, as our kids because we cannot do the best that we can or we need to if we are not at our best. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's definitely yeah, a hard, I don't think, hard line to balance. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I don't think that anybody over the course of the, like over the, over the past year, it's all, it's okay. So it's like teachers were heroes from March to May. You know, like when everybody went home and everybody was at home and the parents were like, oh, my gosh, these kids are at home with me and they're crazy. And, (laughs) you know, like like at that moment, you know, they're like, look, the teachers are stepping up and they're teaching virtually and we're going to get through this and everything. And yay, way way to go, teachers. And then August comes around and teachers are like, you know, can we just stay virtual like for our own health? And then yeah. everybody's like, oh, no, you guys are lazy. You just don't want to work. You just want to be home. That did become and, a narrative. Yeah. Yes. And that's so sad to me because I worked harder this year than I probably ever have and still did not get any, you know, my administration totally did not see how hard it was for me to be virtual all year because I had no idea what I was doing, but I was trying and I was working 10 times harder than I ever did when I was in person in class, because that was easy for me. I've been doing that job forever. So it just, it was crazy to me how quickly we went from like heroes to lazy within like two months. I was Um, like, we were heroes to the villains. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Um, and I feel like you guys, 
you guys kind of stepped into my world a little bit because anytime that I would go to like a professional development or talk with other teachers and I was like, yeah, I work at a virtual school. They were like, oh, okay. Like, like we weren't a real oh. school or like oh, we worked real. at home. Exactly. So I feel like uh, in that area, like some teachers kind of stepped into our world a little bit. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I think, I think that it probably was also like, I can't imagine like working with administrators who also don't know how to support you guys virtually like I I assume that that was very difficult because my like I don't think I could do the virtual job without the admin team that I have and that's what I was going to say I think um just like in any county any school district my administration has been amazing like when we were virtual um from March to May each one of them like basically divided up the school and they called like not necessarily every day, but like calling and like, hey, talk to me. How are you doing? And I'm like, I hate this. Oh. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? I'm like, I'm watching kids fail. They're not doing anything. What do I do? I'm a terrible right. teacher. And they're like, no, no, no. Every, you know, you have to show yourself grace. And so I feel like that part, even if they didn't know, like they're learning along with us and they're like, <laughs> You know, Juanita, can you teach me how to use this again? And then, by the way, could you make a video for the whole school to do this? No. Well, um, and then, and then Leanne's you know? over here, and her admin team is like in her classroom, like writing down notes of what she's not doing right every day. Yeah, I was gonna every say day. it's like every day. That's, that's insane. I was gonna say it depends. That's also what has made um, the transition not necessarily smooth, but like, you know, wrinkling out, you know, smoothing out those bumps as we come yeah, along. And it feels because better my, when people yeah. are telling you you're doing a good job, you know, we're right. trying. And you know, you know what I think also makes it important. It's like, you know, cause we, you know, as teachers, we're like, sometimes we're like administrators, you forget what it's like in the classroom. You forget what it's like. Um, but my administrator, she actually has a class. Um, mm -hmm. And so she was a um, ELA teacher. And so she has a class. Um, and so she's always like, she's like, you guys, Zoom kicked my butt today. I so was teaching. And then I realized yeah. I was on mute for like 30 minutes. You know, <laughs> that is me every day. Every day. And the kids, of course, like, yeah. they say nothing. And so it's like, she was like, I wish I thought I was sharing my screen, but I didn't see the green box. And I gave the notes away. Oh, my God. Um, and so that's what I love about our administration. Like they will totally like they say, you guys, this is hard. This yeah. is hard. And I I'm just thankful that you all haven't decided not to come back the next day. And it's you know, it's I think that the, the relationships they recognize, even though, you know, they couldn't help us with the technology aspect um, that them just being there to listen yeah. pretend to listen, whatever, just being there to listen, um, giving us, you know, I'm like, you know, teaching or something and I'm texting my boss in class. I'm having a meltdown. Come down here, <laughs> you know, um, and it's like, I need to talk to you seventh period today, today, like now, um, yeah. and, you know, and they're just like, whatever you need. Like my boss, I'm just very thankful that she is there um, just to listen. If it's just like, I just need to come and sit somewhere where no one can find me. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like, I've got a table in my office, sit down, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not there to just chat. I just need, I need a place to hide. <laughs> to hide. <laughs> I need a place to hide, well, you know, because like, 
<laughs> I don't know what to do. Let me go yeah. find Juanita. And I'm like, even with my light off, you know, it's like, oh, I know you're in there. Or I'm going to go get somebody with keys. You know, I'm like, this is my planning period, please. So sometimes I'm just like, I need a place to hide. Where can you put me? Um, and so, I mean, I would say through all of this, like our administration team has been phenomenal because they just listen. And yeah. it's like, I need to vent. I'm going to yell. And I just need you to take your principal hat off for a moment and let me yell at you. about the craziness that is happening um and she's like i got it go for it and i'm like this is crazy what are we doing here nobody knows what they're doing and she's just you know remembering like you know i'm not taking it personally my teachers need me and that's you know it does because sometimes it feels like you know as a teacher any day we never know what's going to happen. It's like you look at in the calendar, it's all free and clear. Next thing you know, you hear the alarm and you're like, oh, great. Fire alarm. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, great, it's a drill. And they're like, all right, oh. it won't be so bad today. We're standing outside for 40 minutes. Okay, <laughs> class is over. Doesn't matter. Um, but now you throw in this like extra COVID time and it's like, I'm already so stressed that if anything happens, I will snap. Um, right. And it's like, you know, the kids, they don't see that. Um, your coworkers, because they're depending on you, I don't, you know, always let them see that see that as well. But my principal, I'm like twitching when I go in there. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need, I need things. I just need, I just, I wish you could hug me, air hug. I need it. Um, <laughs> and that's what it's like. I don't have to, that's the one thing I would say has made it so I could like get through this and like we could get through this as a team of teachers is like, we put that, you know, mask on in class for the kids when they need us to have it on. Um, like, you know, you can see it's very stressful for them. So I'm like, you guys, if I'm not freaking out, you don't freak out. In my head, I'm like, ah, it's a fire. I'm freaking out. Um, but we, we stay strong for them. And when they need to see us be human and see us struggle, I let them see that, too. And I'm like, you guys, I hear you. You're working on this thing in this class. You're working on this thing for that. You have a test and a project for me. I totally understand. I hear you. You're tired. Mm-hmm. You are stressed. So let's dance. And then I turn around yeah. and we dance. Um, you got to dance it out sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, we just, out. I said, you know, we're just going to, we're going to go back to elementary school and we're just going to have a brain break. And then we just talk um, because it's like whatever you need um, and whatever they need you to be now. And, and that's where the whole teachers are superheroes because we wear so many hats. You need me to be mom. You need me to be your aunt, your godmother, your sister. You need me to be your counselor. You need me to be the nurse, nurse. like whatever, yep. you know, I am. But it's like if you don't have that person as the teacher to be that for you, it's very hard. Um, yes. And so I'm and you just have been very yeah. you've been very lucky to have admin that was supportive yes. of you for sure. Because I could see for if me, I didn't. I yeah. And I and I don't want to just like call out my whole admin like their own blast here. Like they probably were very supportive of some of the other teachers at my school. Uh, but my my admin team at the school where that I just left had a tendency to decide that someone was done and then just kind of hound them and find everything wrong with what they were doing until they ran away, like crying, like I did. And I, I really, you know, looking back on it, I mean, there were times that I would have an admin in my room and then they would send me a write up of like what they just saw in my room and they had counted how many cameras were off. 
Uh, you know, so there was, there there were times, yes, there were times that I felt like that they were not looking at my teaching. They were looking at my skills as a A secretary in a way. Yes. Yes. A tech person or, you know, they were looking at administrative things, things that were red tape, things that were bureaucracy, you know, like getting this, getting this form filled out fast enough or making sure that you're putting all of your parent contacts in this Google spreadsheet or little things like that, that didn't have anything to do with what was going on in my classroom, because I did feel that the students that I had this year, that we did have a good relationship and that I did do the best that I could for them. So it's just, it's just been, it's just been a rough year. And everybody listening, this has been the longest Tales from Teaching that I think we've ever, <laughs> yes. that we've ever had. But we um, into it, man. That was yeah. a good talk. Yeah, like I, I, and it's so interesting to hear from people who teach in other states and to yeah. hear like how things have been in, in other schools and everything. But let's talk about planners. Can we talk about yeah. planners? Yes. Let's planners. Do that. So we just had this huge, speaking of teaching, this huge teacher release from the Happy Planner. And right before that was the spring release, which was amazing. So I have to say that to be on the squad this year has got to be so awesome because everything that they've released over the past couple months has just been gold. So how are you feeling? Yes. How are you feeling right now about all the new things? And are you excited? Do you love them? I mean, we feel like that Happy Planner hit out of the park this year. So you must just be besides yourself as a squad member. (laughs) I mean, I would say um, for me, I like when I applied for squad, this is, this is my second time um, applying for squad. Um, And the first time I applied, I didn't get it obviously. And I was like devastated. (laughs) And it wasn't, it was, it wasn't like, I'm, I'm probably going to give a weird answer. Um, you know, because people imagine like, it's the product, it's the product, it, it, you know, and it's like, I already felt like an outsider in the planner community, because I plan so differently, but I'm still a diehard, like, fan, um, stalker of the happy planner. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not saying that I never tried um, with planning, you know, conventionally in the, in the planners that they have like vertical and horizontal, I could do that. Um, but I just, that's not how my brain works. Um, and so, you know, I was already like, um, when I didn't get it the first time, I was already like, my life is over and they just don't like the way that I plan and I wasn't meant for it. And, you know, so that was a lot of like, you know, I'm using a product that um, I love so much, um, but I took it personally um, that I didn't get on squad. And I learned um, just kind of in looking back that it just wasn't meant to be at that time. And I'm so glad um, because I did say I wasn't ever, I was never going to apply again because I never (laughs) wanted to receive, I didn't want to feel that rejection again. Um, But I feel like I got on the squad um, at a time I was meant to get on the squad with everything happening and all the amazing product, because I feel like, um, you know, Happy Planner, they listen to people. We want red disc. We want, you know, black metal disc, um, the red metal disc. And it's like, you learn, like, why are you ignoring us? Like, being on the outside, why are you ignoring us? We want neutral planners. Give us the neutral planners, right? (laughs) Um, And... So it's funny. It's like we're getting all of these things now. We want florals. Why are there no florals? Give it to us now. 
Um, and then oh suddenly it's like, it's funny. It's because it's like, I'm in a Facebook group where they're like, oh, no, it's too much florals. All this neutral garbage. <laughs> what is happening? These and it's Facebook so funny. women are not happy. Like, they, <laughs> they gave them the neutrals. And now I saw a whole thread about, like, why are the guts so neutral? I loved it when they were colored. And I was like, yes. oh, my God, like, I can't. It's so funny. It's like the inner workings of a business. And that's why I'm like, this has been the perfect time to be on squad. They often are planning and producing these things a year or two out. Right. So when they heard two years ago, red metal disc or something, <laughs> um, when I forget, I think it was the recipe book came out. Yeah. Um, it took a while because it's like they're, I, you know, like now we're in 2021. I'm pretty sure they're like thinking about, you know, back to school 2022, 2023. And it's like they're not, you know, they're listening to things, but it's like, well, those things have already been sent to production. Um, so, I mean, just the fact that, I mean, I was one of the people like, give me neutral, please. Um, florals, I'll take them all. Um, to see them now, it's been a dream come true to see these creations. Um, and so, I mean, I, I feel like I am very blessed um, to have this opportunity and be on this ride with all the kooky, crazy people that we're on the squad with. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah, it's it's been it's been pretty great. Um, I love and I like I said, I feel like maybe I'm surprised if it's an unpopular opinion. I love that the dividers are so colorful and like the accessories are so colorful, but then you open it up and it's neutral. It's like Damn. you, you don't feel like having a floor on this page. Cause you see it eventually. It's like, yep. for example, like not calling you out, Caitlin, I love you. <laughs> um, but like, you're, you know, when I watch you and I love your videos, but it cracks me up. You're like, look at my homebody. Look at these lovely little florals. <laughs> and then you're like, you know, a couple of, I, gosh, florals again. How do I put that with my stickers? This is not going to work. Um, and then so I buy another planner. That's what happened. I know. You're like, guys, I'm going to use it all year. It's going to be my catch-all. But you guys it. know I'm lying. You, you, you know, know, and it's like I'm sitting there like, <laughs> wait two months from now. Um, and then it's like the new ones come out, and you're like, you I got can't. And you're sitting in your car, and you're like, guess where I am? Joanne. And then you go in and find another planner that you love. And I think like, you know, the fact that you've got, you can pick and choose your dividers and everything. And yeah. it makes it so much easier. Like you want this planner, you want that planner. And it makes it so much easier to combine them because the pages are similar or they're very neutral. So it's like, you don't have to worry about this thing that you love. And if you're going to get tired of it three months yep. from now, you know? The only thing that I wish the Happy Planner would change would be the stuff on the back side of the pages. So I wish there was like a notes sheet in between for like the months oh, cool. for when you're freaking planning. Because sometimes I feel like when I put like a new month in and then there's like a weekly on the back of it, I'm like, I got to cover that up or something. It doesn't look right. Oh, so that's, I see what you mean. So yeah. like, uh, I think it's the page before you get to the new yeah. divider. Like it's the note page or the events this month or holidays this month, maybe. Yeah. Or like on the back of that currently page, I wish there was a notes sheet or something. I don't know how they would do it. I know the happy planner can't do everything, but that would be my only wish, but everything else about them I love. It would make it easier to change, you know, change them out. So no, absolutely. Um, And the one thing I would say that I learned um, is that they are, very receptive to ideas and feedback um, because they're also in the um, Facebook groups and they are listening. Oh, yeah. um, 
even if the information isn't presented in the most respectful way. And yeah. I'm always, you know, because as a teacher, it's like, this is what I want to say to you, <laughs> but I can't. So I'm going to say this. And then the hidden yeah. behind those words are, ooh, yeah. if only you knew, right? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, mm, that's not the best way to talk to somebody. But right. they're still <laughs> very receptive. And that's one of the things I really love about the Happy Planner. It's like, it won't happen overnight because they're planning years from now. Yeah. Um, but they are listening. Um, even with, you know, advice and things like I've given, I'm like, hey, I know you're not thinking about us dot grid peeps out there, but um, I would so love to see some more dot grid paper and, you know, and yeah. guided journals. Um, and I was so excited to see that the um, the colorful leopard, it has a guided journal. And it just made my heart so happy because I'm over here Hoarding dot grid paper like it's the apocalypse <laughs> and eventually they're never going to make anymore. And uh, I will just be stuck. with. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool if they came out with like a whole Bujo line. Just like a, I know yeah. they do that sometimes with the happy notes, but more like focused on our bullet journal friends. Yeah, well, it's, I... it's something um, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that because I, I do hear it a lot like, oh, man, I sure love what you do, but I couldn't do that. Oh. Um, you <laughs> know, <laughs> I understand that. And it's, you know, it's like I don't have the time and I'm like, I don't have the time either. <laughs> you know how long it takes me? Like it's my my self-care time. Like I start on Saturday, one little box like my I know it's like people imagine like sometimes I'll show before the pens, but I really like to show how I use all of these awesome things that, you know, I do get. And I purchase a lot of my stuff as well. Um, but, like, I understand it's not for everyone. So it's like I'm not expecting, like, a whole Bujo line. But that would be yeah. true, true. That would be cool. Honestly, well, though, I like, the- I have a question. Mm-hmm. How how do you get your line so straight? I feel like okay, we so asked of everyone. Ask. Yeah, like, yeah. all of our bullet Listen. journal friends were like, how can you make a straight line? Because I, I'm looking at yeah. this. Yeah, I'm looking at your page right now. And I think that I'm going to become obsessed with you. That's really my plan right now. Um, because, you know, when things when things come through your Instagram feed in like a fragmented way, and you see a, a spread from you here and there, and then you see a spread from someone else here and there and things like that. But when you go to your Instagram and look at it all together at once, just for the last 15 minutes, like I've been doing, um, <laughs> it's okay. I you can stop me. I'm so, totally fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I am so like obsessed with this dot. Gr- uh, yeah. Just the way that you do this. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Like ha- what, yeah. what made you decide I don't need these layouts. I'm gonna make this myself. <laughs> well, whoa. <laughs> Hey, no. I represent the happy planner here. Don't, <laughs> those are not my she words. Okay, fine. I need it. You're like, I can put down these stickers without having to have this layout. Like, it is just you so know, gorgeous. I'm just. Um, <sighs> so, I, I actually, it's, it's funny. It's like, in 2017, I knew I needed a planner, um, because you know. It's like when you try, you're like, I can do this. I can keep everything straight in my head. And then you have all of these to-do lists and dateline, like all of these things flying around in your head. I knew I needed a planner. And actually, my first planner was a happy planners, um, like my first structured one um, that way, because I tried a couple of other ones. um, But my first like introduction to the happy planner was a vertical layout. And man, that thing was freaking hard. 
I was yeah. like, what are these three boxes for? And, yes. you know, if <laughs> I would go on, like, Pinterest, and I'm like, some of them were labeled, like, morning, afternoon, evening. And I'm like, I'm teaching from morning to afternoon. Like, I don't need that. What is this? How do you use that? Um, and I tried. I tried. Like, I, I loved my everyday essentials. I tried. Um, and I just, I was like, I don't, it was causing me stress to use it. And I was just like, I, I don't know if I need that structure. Like it's structured and it's funny. People say it's structured. It's, it's blank. Um, to me, it's not blank. Um, and so I start, that's when I was like, oh, you know, I ended up falling in love with like bullet journaling because I was like stuck on bed rest for two weeks and watching YouTube like a crazy person. And of course it's like right before January. Um, so that's where I fell in love with bullet journaling. I was like, oh, I could do that. Um, and so I did that. I did also try, it was like this love hate relationship with the happy planner in the beginning. And I, like I said, I love me some happy planner. I tried again. Um, and it just, I just couldn't stick with it. Um, and I think it was like fate that I was not paying attention to, um, how many pages I had left in my actual bullet journal. Um, and that's when the happy notes came out and I was just like, oh, it's a bullet journal, but on disc, um, and it changed everything for me because it's like in a bound book, I'm like, oh, that's ugly. I want to rip it out. (laughs) I don't want want you to exist anymore. Um, but the, that's, that's when I was just like, okay, this disc bound system, you're onto something. Um, and so that's where I, I was already doing bullet journaling, um, and then just kind of switched over because I also love the white pages. Um, but I, I can, I can use a vertical. I've, I've used it, um, on like in my feed, I've used it. I use the hourly as well. I use that now. Um, and I've used, um, the lines, uh, for my journal so I can use it. It's like, I'm not <laughs> unable yeah. to use it, but <laughs> totally. Using my, like, I call it my happy bujo. It's like coming home. Like, whenever mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to use, oh, my gosh, let me just pull one of these planners and use them. And I love them all. Like, I, if I could, I would make the same spread for the week on all of them. All the layouts, <laughs> yeah. I would use them all. Um, it's like horizontal. We're going to put the same stuff that I have in my bujo on it just because I want to use you. Like, yeah. I wish I could use them all. I, I admire the people who, like, in January, they're like, I'm using 20 planners. And I'm like, how? What are you doing? And, you know, as a teacher, I'm like, like, I was going to, I tried that once. I was like, all right, I'm going to use four. And then I'm like, I can't. Oh, my God. My life is only teaching. I suck at life. I have no life. Um, So it's like, I can't. When they're like, this is for, this is my catch-all, and this is my social media, and this is, you know, and I'm not making fun of anybody. I admire you no, um, and it's me. like, oh, she's this quoting is me be, right now. <laughs> this is gonna be my on the go, and I'm like, on the go? What are you doing with the on the go? I'm gonna write my my grocery list in it. I write that on a sticky note. So it's like, I don't know. Why and would so you put that on a sticky note brain. when you have happy planner paper though? Like, <laughs> I, I am a collector of accessories. Like yeah. you usually, you know, you see their the, the you know videos and stuff like that, and they're like, "Here are my bajillion planners." <laughs> if you came into my room, I'm like, "Here is my oh my gosh, I'm going to die before I use all of this paper." <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but it's fine, and I buy it, and it's like, why? I need it. 
win. Yeah. Don't know, but I need it. And it's like, it. that's what they're, they're good. They're good at that. And I love it. It's like, feed my addiction, happy planner. I will okay. not, I will not tell you no. <laughs> Um, but I, do, I admire, you know, I admire it. And it's like, people say, well, I can't do what you do. And I'm like, I can't do what you do. Um, but it, it's funny. It's like, say, well, how do you, you know, like the, how do you get your lines that straight? And I'm like, secret. You want to know? There's two yes, ways. I do. You know? know, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, could you tell me, please? I actually lay down the stickers before I do anything. Oh, but then what, know, what do you use as your straight edge? Like, do you use a ruler or do, what is it? If I am, like, I will use a ruler um, or other times there's, I'm, I actually, um, I was in a magnet program for commercial arts and architecture okay. when I was in high school. So they taught us to draw a straight line. Your arm, like your forearm up to your elbow needs to be on the, the table. Okay. And when you draw your line, you just pull your arm towards you. You'll keep it straighter, um, longer. Um, but I do everything in pencil. So if I'm like, oh, that's real bad, <laughs> I'm going to grab a ruler. You know, then I know before I do use it in pen. And I do see some people when I watch videos, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are amazing. You just did that in pen? Just in pen mm. by itself? How did you do that? So um, are you saying that you freehand those straight lines, basically? Is that what you're telling me right now? Before you the time, I freehand those lines. <laughs> See, that is what I would watch on YouTube. I would watch you draw yeah. straight lines all day long. I was just going to say the same. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the very same. Little, like, that's the thing about, that's what makes, like, the 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 layouts that are already there. It's, it's so when I, because I freehand my lines, or mm-hmm. if I'm like, you know what, I'm about to cut this sticker really, you know, like, because I do a lot of layering and put stickers at edges, and I'm about to cut this sticker I know that line has to be perfect, so I'll use a ruler next to it. Mm. Or it's like I'm using clear florals, and I'm like, you know, if I'm going to edge it right next to this box, I need that that sticker to – I need that line to be straight so the sticker is touching that line. But most of the time, um, I don't know that until I throw down a couple stickers, and then I'm like, okay, I know I need a ruler this day. Or um, for the most part, if I'm using a consistent layout because I do it so much, I can freehand it. Wow. Wow. You're amazing. It's so amazing, too. I'm also been doing it for years. I've been doing it for years. (laughs) So this isn't like from the beginning, like I like sometimes it's like if you zoom in on some days, you're like, oh, she didn't get sleep that night. Um, Because sometimes. (laughs) But then also treat it like connect the dots. You don't have to just go wham straight down. Just one piece to the next dot to the next dot. That's that's another thing that that helps. It's like you're just going for those the, the next dot, like one day at a time, one dot at a time. Juanita's next project masterclass on how to draw straight lines. Yes. <laughs> I want to bring attention to something that you said, though, like early in this happy planner conversation. Yeah. You said that your planner was stressing you out. Ooh. And yeah. And, and listen, I, I think that more people need to hear that that happens sometimes that you yeah, go and you buy. Yes. You go and you buy a layout that you think is going to work for you and you love the dividers and you're super pumped. And then two weeks into that planner, your planner is stressing you out because it's not working for you. And then you feel like you're some kind of failure because look at all these people on Instagram that are making it work for them. So why and can't I make it work for me? Money and yes. I yes. bought all this but listen, stuff. 
guys out there, listen, if you are stressed out by your planner layout and you have the means to go change your planner, change your planner because your planner is not supposed to stress you out. It's supposed to help you de-stress and be organized. So you You guys know I do layout. Every yeah. year, hey. I'm like, I'm going to use this planner all year. And then I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> I'm we just laugh along with you, Caitlin. We're like, no, That's you're good. not. You're going to show well, me the next I... planner I'm going to use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try. I, I think that I, I really do like the way I am capable of decorating the vertical layout. Like, I know that I, you know, kind of shine there as far as where I put down my stickers in a virtual, not virtual, in, in a vertical <laughs> planner. Everything's virtual now, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, yes, but at the same time, I don't really know if that vertical layout works for me. Like I have really been trying to force myself into making that work because that's the easiest layout for me to decorate. But, you know, I really do function better in a horizontal planner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the, the vertical layout seems to be the one that people like to look at the most on Instagram. So I've tried to make it work. But when you said that you were stressed out by your planner, I was like, yes, I feel that there are so many times yes. that I just say, you know, this is just not the layout for me, even though this is the one that I'm supposed to be so good at decorating. Right. I just, it's, I mean, yeah, that, but that does, it happens. It's like, um, for me, because my my final like jump into the happy planner was um with the happy notes my brain like how I plan works differently because to a lot of people the blank page just dot grid it's very intimidating because Mm -hmm. there's nothing there to say where to put your sticker how to start this um and I know like when I the first thing, like when I when I applied for the you know squad the second time, I was like, will they see that I've grown, or you know, will they see, for example, that this isn't just a a fad? This is my like love and you know commitment and dedication to this brand. I just I love it so much, um, and so that's the one thing I I would say um, has helped me is like just me personally, not just like to get on the squad. It's like if you choose a planner layout that truly works for you, that confidence in how you use it will show. Shows in your, you know, your pictures, shows in your, you know, the way you talk about it. Like people will know that you are genuine. Um, And so when I try other layouts, I love them all. Like I had no idea that I would thrive so much and fall in love with an hourly as a teacher. Like my schedule is pretty set. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing, but I use it in a different way. And it's like, how can like my one little word word for this year is boundaries, because I am really terrible at saying no to people mm-hmm. and having boundaries as a teacher. And so I use the hourly as my this is how I'm going to pre-plan my day, how I want my next day to go. And then after, you know, once it's seven o'clock, because I love that the hourly stops at seven. Um, I know some people would wish that it goes later. The one that I have is the um, girl with goals, girl with goals, and it stops at yeah. seven. And so I say after seven, I don't work. So it's like finding finding my purpose and why I'm using it has helped take away that it's stressing me out. Um, mm-hmm. And then also I find that what I love that the happy planner is doing lately. And I mean, I was cheering away when I saw it, like in the um, back to school release, undated, like undated neutral 
accessory, like, you know, extension mm-hmm. packs. Um, there's the undated, there is an undated um, teacher planner that people have been asking for. Um, and it just, it makes me so happy that in between the mix, because usually there a lot more of them are, um, you know, 12 month school planners, like academic year, um, but they're undated. And I'm like, you guys can't say that they're not listening. It may not happen as fast as we want it to happen. Um, but it is, it's like, because that guilt, oh, I didn't plan this week. Do I go back and plan? Oh, but that's fake. Um, you know, it's, mm. it's that that happens. And it's like, with the planners that I'm using, I'm so surprised. Like I'm using four, like what, who am I? <laughs> um, I have my, my happy Buja, which is like my catch all. I, my hourly extension, um, that I'm using, um, I stocked up on a million of those. So if people couldn't buy them, it was me. I took them all. You know, to make a planner, I made a planner using the extension. Um, and then I have my faith and I have my wellness and everything is undated. And I found that for me, um, undated works better because, if I'm tired one, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily tired, but like, I don't, I don't ever tire of using Bujo um, layouts, but if I'm so busy that I just need a layout that's made, um, mm-hmm. then the happy planner comes in and they're like, pick one. We have them all. Um, and mm-hmm. I do, and it yes. makes me happy. It's like, which one would you like? Um, but it's, that's kind of like, you know, that's the benefit of it. It's like, don't feel guilty for buying all the things you love. I mean, okay. If you're going broke, stop. You just right. stop. It's too much. <laughs> You've got to um, be able to buy your groceries. <laughs> you need to buy your groceries. You shouldn't be like dinner tonight, planner. Um, but oh, planner every time. It's a hard <laughs> choice. <laughs> but it's like you can shop your stash and not feel guilty about it because they're undated. And I love that the happy planner uh, is listening and getting us um, undated, um, even though you know there's always going to be somebody out like. I do the dates now I have to go buy a sticker book with dates and it's like so there's always someone but of course you know they can't please everyone but they're definitely yes that's what I was gonna say (laughs) they take it personally um and it's like um you know um when I when I was starting squad and it was just like in the beginning, I was like, oh, Lord, I picked the wrong time. You know, we've got <laughs> Black Lives Matter that's going on. So my whole attention is like divided into this. I was sad all the time. And it's just like this thing where it's like my life as a person who is black is coming into the light for everybody else in the world because we're in COVID and everybody's at home. So they're all watching. So it was like, wonderful that that was happening but then it's like I got on the squad and then people were judging me because I'm not black enough or you know I'm why am I why did they have to pick someone who is you know uh natural of course go with someone who is black but natural but not too black that doesn't represent us and it's like what wait why um you know so it was a mixed bag um but I would say the happy planner, they, you know, made me feel like I mattered because the thing I expected was people were people to say, why pick her? She doesn't even use a planner. I expect mm-hmm. that. But then it became. She's not black enough. And of course, I'm like, 
well, I'm hated by, you know, there's racism and, and, and white supremacy and things going on in this group. And at that time, I was actually um, buying my first house and I almost lost it because um, the person in the community, when my realtor brought me to the house, asked her, what was she doing? Like yelled at her. What are you doing? Oh. And she's like, I'm showing them this house looked at us and we knew what it meant. Um, my realtor um, is white. Love her. Um, and, you know, I knew that we were in good hands because the person said and and looked at both of us meant what? skin color. And it's like, again, why are you bringing them here to our neighborhood? Um, and she totally went for, to bat for us, lost her mind on this person. And I was like, you get him because if <laughs> I did that, then I'm an angry black woman. Mm. Um, but you can go ahead and be angry for me. Um, and then all of this, you know, all that stuff was happening at the same time. And it was just like, well, great. I just threw, I'm already in the light because I'm black. And now I'm in the light because I'm black as a planner who got accepted to the squad. Um, and the happy planner just, you know, they, they made us feel like, you know, at a point where it was like, I knew I had a feeling like I was worried about not being accepted as a person who wasn't using a happy planner, um, that I could defend all day. I can't change my skin color and I would never want to. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like the happy planner being there for us in that way was absolutely amazing. Um, and you know, again, that's on the inside, on the outside, it's like, what are you doing to support Black Lives That Matter? And, you know, all of these things. And it's like, we don't get to see, like, even on Squad, we don't get to see all of the inner workings of the Happy Planner. Mm -hmm. But we do get to see that, like, they make mistakes and they grow from those mistakes and they learn and they're learning every day. Um, and, you know, they really do listen to um, us as customers as people and of course you know their business they make the best decision for what's best for the business but not necessarily at the cost of us so i mean it's right. like you know we may not see a face but they do care um because if they didn't we never would have gotten those red discs <laughs> you know exactly. we, never, we never would have gotten all of these neutral primers that surprisingly people hate because i guess it's not a trend anymore but it is a trend <laughs> but they just don't like them i don't know i don't get it yeah and I then don't. there was something else that happened when you guys like first started squad so originally it was hannah running the squad and then then hannah and stephanie were no longer there and it transitioned how was that transition for you um so when we, because, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I'm laughing because yeah. um, it, it, that the beginning, I was like, oh, my God. Right. The company is falling apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, in my brain, like, you know, I was like, oh. Um, but, like, we, it was, you know, you hear someone, it's like, even in teaching, I'm retiring. Yeah. I'm going to retire any year now. I'm retiring. And Stephanie was always saying that, you know, her dream, right. like her dream was, you know, to get to a place where she could retire. It wasn't a surprise, you know, and the I think it was for um, everybody. I think it was just the, a shock because she'd been talking about it so often. And then she'd be back the next year that it was almost like a, you know, like, Caitlin, when you're like, I'm going to use this planner for the whole year. <laughs> And we're like, no, you won't. Um, so she's like, Wait, one year I will. <laughs> one year no. you will, right? 
but it's like, you know, you, you got to see it. And so she's like, I'm going to retire. And we're like, no. Um, and then she actually did. Um, I just think um, it was a perfect domino effect of things happening right. um, because, you know, like I said, like Black Lives Matter was happening at that time. And um, every year there's a not necessarily like backlash, but like, like there's there's always some a louder part of the community that will say, oh, we don't agree with this person that you've put on the squad. That happens. Right. Um, that happens every year. Um, I just this is, you know, I just got to experience it um, in a whole different light because of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, when that started to happen, I was already kind of like wondering if I should step down. You know, because it was like in between the congratulations, even though people I didn't tell a soul that I was applying this year. I didn't want anybody to know Um, because the previous year I let people know. So then I got sad DMs, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't want anybody to feel sorry. So I didn't tell anyone. Um, And so people still, you know, messaged me and hoped that I got it. So when I did get it, I got congratulations, but I also got a lot of racial slurs, um, a lot of nasty Are comments. You serious? Really? Uh, and it's oh. not necessarily from, you know, it wasn't necessarily from um, the community in general, but you've got your, your trolls. And mm. now my face is on the happy planner website. It's on their feed. And you know, it's it's a perfect way for there to, you know, be a troll. And I had to understand um, that even though I could block them, their job was done. They wanted me to see a message. Um, I did see it. Um, but I knew um, that above all, I would kill them with con- kindness. You know, I would yeah. respond and, you know, you're not just a show like. Um, and I had to, you know, I had to learn that it's like, because there will there, you know, even in, in real life, there will be people who don't accept change. Well, um, don't accept you for whatever reason. Um, and the difference I would say, um, like when Stephanie and Hannah, you know, stepped down and moved away from the happy planner to do, you know, whatever it is that their heart set them to do, they have a right to do that. You know, it's not like we can say, oh, no, you don't. You're supposed to lead us. You stay here until I'm gone, you know, or something like that. Or no, we expected expected that, you know, you would be the person. No, that that if if Stephanie's dream was to be able to retire someday with Kevin, her husband, absolutely. You you deserve that right to do that um, and to do different things. And I know like change is hard for people to accept um don't accept you for whatever reason um and the difference I would say um like when Stephanie and Hannah you know stepped down and moved away from the happy planner to do you know whatever it is that their heart set them to do they have a right to do that you know it's not like we can say oh no you don't you're supposed to lead us. You stay here until I'm gone, you know, or something like that. Or no, we expected expected that, you know, you would be the person. No, that, that if, if Stephanie's dream was to be able to retire someday with Kevin, her husband, absolutely. 
you you deserve that right to do that. If you're thinking about applying, and I know it's that cliche, just do it. Like, <laughs> do it, but put on your armor and understand that it is, it's, you know, there's so many talented, amazing people. And it's not personal. And I know that's like, oh, of course, everybody says it's not personal. It's nothing personal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is. It's like, it's nothing personal. They're looking for a little bit of uniqueness. Like, not everybody does vertical. And, you know, they're, they're looking for people to represent each part. And right. for me, I represent all the accessories. Like, come lay in my land of accessories. <laughs> um, and that dot grid paper you didn't think about using and had no idea, this is how you can use it. Um, so I bring something to the table, and everybody brings something to the table. But you just have to remember that um, if it is all the same thing, then there's, there's, you know, there's no room for you to be unique and to stand out. Um, and so I think that's important as well. And even though my beginning was rocky, and again, not because of anything um, with the happy planner, not because of, you know, the domino effect of sudden change, um, because it wasn't like there was no warning for Stephanie, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, she'd been talking about it and, and telling us her dreams and motivating and inspiring us to live our dreams as well. Um, but it was just to the outside world. It was like, oh, happy planet's falling apart. Um, yeah, and my life is like a apart. perfect storm. It, yeah, was. it was. And it, and I it just, was such I, a weird time. You know? Yeah, that's what I think it was. It was just weird. Um, and to say like, looking back at it to say like, oh man, I would change that would mean that I would change, I would wish that Black Lives Matter never happened and that nobody ever learned that Breonna Taylor had died in her house and that, you know, George Floyd never, that video never happened and people never understood what I can't breathe truly means. Like, yeah. I, I, if I say I would change, I wish I could change anything about it, I'm taking away history and I would never do that. I would suffer yeah. And struggle a million times before I say that I would change something because what happens and what goes on in the world makes us who we are. And I think that's something that when you're applying, remember that you are who you are. Do not change who you are. Like even now on squad, like I get sent some of the most beautiful planners and people are probably like, that is such a waste, but you don't see what I'm doing with them behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I plan them I give them to my students I give them to teachers who need um and so it's not just sitting here collecting dust because I'm I don't want to give anything away um yeah. so you know it's it's it is interesting it was the perfect storm of crazy but I wouldn't yes. change it about it well that's so much of the change that I think we, we've had we've had other guests on the show who said you know George Floyd was killed and all of a sudden everyone realized that there were black girls in the community. Like we've had guests that said that, you know, that it was just mm -hmm. like, Oh, look. Um, and you know, I, I, I hate to hear that you got any kind of, any kind of negativity or any kind yeah. of hate. I think that people were very raw at that time and people yeah. were looking at companies to see like, how are you going to respond to this? And Oh, are you going to respond to this the right way? 
And then, you know, companies that made mistakes and then people stepped down and it was just all this like domino effect of, you know, this happened and then this happened and this happened. And then squad was announced and we were like, whoa, you know, everybody was like, yeah, maybe they should have waited or, you know, but but we've heard from you guys. We've heard from you guys that, you know, you were notified a week prior. We were. So it really Mm -hmm. would not have been possible to hold a lid on it any longer. Right. Well, I mean, we could have held it forever, but (laughs) no, right. We could have. No, you're right. And that's why they held it. it. Yeah. That's why they held it um, for that first week. But I, I gave feedback that in general, I think that was the best decision because it's like we make mistakes in our everyday life. Like one of the things that happened also that blew up during that time was cancel culture. Yeah, I'm going to cancel you. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying anyone's perfect, but it's like people make mistakes. We have to give them room to grow and show through their actions that um they can fix or write that wrong or whatever it is, because it's, it is, it's like, even now, um, you, I, I might have like white friends who don't necessarily, they want to say something, they want to do something, but they're worried about offending when trying to become an ally, um, Mm -hmm. or doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing. And it's like the only difference with, people in social media and like businesses is that they're living a very realistic life in front of everyone. And so Mm -hmm. their mistakes are more, um, you know, broadcast and shared and reposted and put in other stories. Um, and people make YouTube videos about it and, you know, so it never dies, but Mm -hmm. we make mistakes every day as a human being. And the only difference is that it is not broadcasted to the world. Right. And so, you know, it is that, Um, but I would say like that week was the best decision that they made because people don't know like the reason why, like we learned a week ahead of time, but people don't necessarily always know, like, like I said, the business end of it, we just see what's on the outside looking in. And when we had that week, um, and I'd recommend like that week should be now permanent because we got to know each other before everything got really busy and people were, you know, reaching out to us and, and whatnot. Um, because I went from, and it's like, quote unquote, a nobody, not, not necessarily saying I'm a nobody, I'm somebody, but like, quote unquote, no one heard of me or like, you know, I have my own little corner of the planner community, um, my own little world that I built over there. And I still maintain that world. I comment on everybody's response back to it because I, you know, to me, that's important. It's about the relationships. Um, So when I say the free stuff is amazing, but it's not the reason why I did it. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like, I love the free stuff, free stuff. Fantastic. Like it gives me room to (laughs) help my budget for things that I didn't get. Um, But I love it because one, I get to show people my creativity and give a voice to the people who do what I do but aren't seen like that. Um, And then also like, because I'm a happy planner and one of my things that I struggled with after that first year when I didn't get it was, did I actually belong? Like, could I truly call myself a happy planner if I didn't use a happy planner, but I Mm. use a happy notes. Um, And so when I chose to do it the second time, um, like apply the second time I had, 
grown into who I like who I am and confident in the way that I plan because you know one of the things you have to do is you have to love yourself first Mm -hmm. like so you have to love yourself love who you are love how you plan and no one can take that from you so even if you don't get it yes you're going to be sad like oh I didn't get it trust me you're going to be sad I was sad like the first time I was like oh my life is over (laughs) and like you know I like if there's a moment literally when it was announced last year like if you look in my feed the last thing I had used was like those like romantic roses and then suddenly there's not a single post at all until the summer until June um and so it's like I use that quote like put on your positive pants um because it really did because it it does it's something like if you and it is that thing it's like I started to doubt where it's like well maybe I'm not a happy planner maybe this is their way of telling me I'm not a happy planner I'm an imposter you know that imposter syndrome um but it's like by the second time that I applied and it doesn't matter if you apply you know four times, five times, like if that's what you want and that's your dream, you absolutely go for it. There's no one who can say, no, you can't have that. Um, And I learned that not just like doing the happy planner, but as a black person, there are several people who tell me that I can't have something, that I can't do anything. And now I'm the teacher of the year for the district. You can't tell me I can't be the face of anything. Amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like I knew by that point um, that I was confident in who I who I am and that I love me and the way I plan. And I knew that I like, you know, I'm not saying I knew I was going to get it. I didn't. I thought I wasn't. Um, But I still wanted to do it for me the second time around because I knew for myself I embody living creatively and planning a happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Yeah. So you know, it's it it really is something. Yes, all of these things happened. Um, but when I got the opportunity in that week to be with others who live creatively and they plan their happy lives, and we got to know each other, I'm gonna take the relationships away from the squad for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they'll be my sisters and brothers forever. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. I love that. that. No, I'm a dork. I'm a dork. <laughs> I love it. No, it's yeah. No, that's a great. That's a great way to look at it. And you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to talk to. And I think Caitlin will agree. It's it's hard to talk to this squad without saying, you know, what was it like for you in the beginning? Because that is obviously what the people want to hear was, about. You know, um, the, yeah, because that's yes. you know that is the juicy mm-hmm. tidbits. That's the um, tea, like, right? That's yeah. the tea that we all want yeah. to know. And like, I can only like, talk about it as my experience with the craziness that was going on in the world. Um, because it's, it is. It's like my life and people judging me and me knowing why they're judging me. And I'm like, you're judging me because I'm black. And to have people tell you all the time, oh, no, 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 you're just pulling the race card. No, it can't be. But to truly see it and have other people witness it with Mm -hmm. me because of Black Lives Matter and things were going on and people were like, well, all lives matter. And it's like, that's not what we're saying. That's not Uh, what we're saying. All lives matter, but you're not the people dying. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like we're not saying that that's not happening. So I think the beginning – was, you know, everybody had a different beginning, but um, my beginning was especially different because of the color of my skin. 
Right. Yeah. It was. It was. And there's no denying it that at the time that the squad was announced, the black women on the squad were in a spotlight. You just, yeah. there was just, there was nothing. It was, it was like, okay, so this is happening now. And the happy planner said this, and then this person stepped down and then they announced this, you know, they had the squad. It's just, there was so much happening that, you know, it almost seems like what we hope here on the show is that you guys have still had like an awesome year and that you were Absolutely able to be amazing kind of like put that aside and say, okay, people are always going to be ignorant and people are always going to say stuff that they shouldn't. And, you know, it's just, we want to hope for change, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but you know, you have to kind of say, okay, well, this is going to be my year on squad and I'm going to do it my way. And it's just, no, I'm not going to let all this negativity, like, bring me down or and I, I'm not saying that I am capable of doing anything right. like right. that Caitlin knows that when my <laughs> life is is rough that I it's I'm easier not, said than done sometimes it yeah. it's easier it is it's easier said than done but we've watched this squad now for a whole year since all that happened and it's just been so amazing to get to know mm-hmm. all of you and to see all of your amazing work and one of the things that we always hear is that the happy planner more than anything if you're applying for squad they want to see how you use the products in your everyday life and Juanita you are the perfect example of a person who uses the products every day in their lives you are not just like slapping the stickers down and taking a picture and then putting your planner aside you know like you're really using you know the accessories and the you really are the right person for squad, regardless of what anybody has to say about any of it from a year ago. So I don't know. You said it, that the happy planner picks people for a reason. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's possible that there are people in the community that look at the, you know, the squad and say, well, we can't tell why. Um, Right. But it's like after a year with y'all, some of you that we didn't know, it's like, yeah, I can see why they picked you. Of course. So I don't know. Absolutely. I hate that it had, you know, the the negative start and that you had a rough start. Um, but we are all so much better for having spent the last year watching you promote the Happy Planner. Like we totally. are, like we are, we've all been inspired so much. And for me to, you know, I'm going to sit down and try to bujo this week. I think I oh, am. You should. Um, you should. But I'm going to have to keep your Instagram open while I do it because I'm going <laughs> to go ahead like, okay, so. and reach out to me when you're like, okay, I messed <laughs> what up. What would Juanita do? How could I fix this? I will, I will teach you like no problem. You got to put a sticker on it. Put a sticker <laughs> on it. Um, but first don't pick up that pen and draw first. Like if you're going to do your outline, even with a ruler, cause I use it, like I said, if I've got a shaky hand, um, that day, um, I use, Pencil, please, everybody who is going to Bujo, pencil first, because you can Mm -hmm. pencil it lightly and see what you want. And if you want to put a sticker in a place you already created your box in, you just erase it and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, So that's, you know, that's what my struggle is. I can't erase my line in my vertical layout. I'm like, oh, there's a line there. And in my brain, it's like, (laughs) do not cross, abort, abort, stop. (laughs) That is a hard line that cannot be erased. Don't put a sticker there. Um, so that's one thing. Like I knew that like at first I did think about that. I was like when I didn't get it the first time, I said, well, maybe I su- should switch over to using um, a vertical layout or a horizontal, whatever. I should switch over and then maybe they'll pick me. But I would have sacrificed such a huge part of me to do yeah. it. And I would have been mm-hmm. doing it for the wrong reason. 
um, mm -hmm. because it wasn't, it, like I said, it wasn't for me. It's like, if you've been on my page and you read my posts, I can be hallmarky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, I can be hallmarky. Um, and, but it is, it's people, if it's like, people would imagine like, oh, it's fake. That is me every day. Like my principal is like, no one yells at you because it's like kicking a puppy. Like I am, <laughs> oh, no. I am full on heart on sleeve, like Grinch style heart grew seven times that day, every day. Like that's me. <laughs> um, and so I usually, and that's what I like, you know, that never changed either. Like from the beginning of my planning journey on Instagram till now, if something happened to me that week and I thought someone could learn from some, you know, or take some advice away, I share it. Um, and, you know, if I picked a quote um, for that week and it inspired me and or I had a hard week, um, I'm not going to pretend because it's called the happy planner that I'm always happy. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's like you're planning a happy life, but it doesn't mean that you didn't just cry a bucket of tears this <laughs> yeah. week because it was hard. Um, so that's where I mean, like, I'm hallmarky, um, is that I try to put a spin on the bad. Like, I fully acknowledge the bad, um, like in the beginning of my journey on squad. But it, every piece of everything that I share as you know, it's some wisdom that I feel like if I could just reach one person, inspire one person, I have done my job. That's and, you know, it's not necessarily like literally a job, but like then I've done my deed for the day because it brings me happiness to know that other people are inspired and see something differently and maybe want to try it. That makes me happy. Yeah. Well, you've inspired me today. I mean, totally. I, you know, I, and I just I need to just draw a straight line on a piece of paper or try to. I just need to see what I can. <laughs> I just need to try it. I'll like every time you, I've ever I'll give tried you all my dimensions and everything you can just, I'll tell you so you don't have to count and like figure out what your box is. And even I will tell you all, all the things. And well, just it's go. go. Yeah. I, I have a lot of that filler paper that is dot grid. <laughs> so I feel like that I could go up to my craft room and pull out probably two or three happy notes worth of dot grid paper. Mm -hmm. Um, that I never really knew what I was going to use it for when I bought it. But, you know, I wanted to have all the things. So you buy all yeah, the things. You do. Um, but I I don't know. I just I, I like the idea of, OK, so if you're not sure about this layout and you're not sure about this layout, just make your own layout this week. Uh, that to me yeah. sounds kind of freeing in a way. It really is. So, now, mm -hmm. if it's. The first time, I just, I don't want people to go, yeah, freeing, and then try it and be like, oh, I need a lot. I am stressed. I am sweating. Like, why? Um, <laughs> if you've not done it before, yes. Just like when I sat down with the vertical layout this year, and I was like, all right, Juanita, you can do this. Pick your favorite stickers, and you're going to do this. And you're to shine. That's my, I love it. Favorite color is blue. I was like, got it. And then I sat down and I started, even with um, wax paper, I was sweating. I was like, oh, this is so hard. I was like, I need somebody. Like, I'm a surgeon. I'm like, mop my face, please. All right, I'm going in again. Um, just know what you want to do is it may be stressful. And you're like, oh, my God, that was the most stressful experience. It looks great, but I don't like that feeling. It goes away. <laughs> Every yeah. time you try something new. It's going to be a little stressful in a good way, in a fun way, hopefully. All right. So 
we are all like super inspired now by your happy bujo, which is something <laughs> yes. that, you know, I didn't realize I needed in my life, but now I know that I desperately do. Um, but Caitlin, do you know what time it is? I think I do know what time it is because we've kept, we've kept Juanita here for quite some time. <laughs> yes. We have got to run through your currently page before we yes. can let you go. So yes. are you, are you ready? Do you know what you're going to say? Like, no. Plan, or are you just kind of flying yes. by the seat of your pants? I okay. listen to your show, so I know it's coming, but nope. <laughs> okay. All right. So Caitlin, kick us off. Okay. What are you reading right now? Are you reading anything? As an English teacher, I'm reading everything, but nothing for me. Um, no, Aww. I have been making um, a deal to read a favorite, like reread a favorite series of, of mine. Um, it's the Kate Daniels series from Alana Andrews. So I'm rereading that series. The author actually lived in um, Georgia as well. Um, and so it's like this, it's almost like sci-fi um, supernatural kind of stuff, something totally escaped from the real world. Um, and mm -hmm. I absolutely like my favorite author. Um, so I'm rereading her series. Perfect. How fun. Sounds are good. you reading anything, Caitlin? You're not, are you? Girl, no, I'm so tired right now. It is May <laughs> and we are almost done with school. And I just came off of oh April gosh. where we had no days off. I love my job. I'll say it again. I'm tired. <laughs> so I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So next up on our currently page is what are you planning? Do you have anything fun like in the works? Any plans? What are you planning now? My sister is getting married next week. Yay! So um, next, next week, week that's Sunday. Soon. I know I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am not ready because I am making uh, vinyl stickers to go on cups for her. Yeah. Um, and so I have to experiment with a couple batches. So I better be ready in a week. <laughs> Wow. Ooh. Sounds like you have a lot yeah. going on. <laughs> that Everything. does. That's, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm tired. But I'm, about I'm that super too. excited. Well, I mean, of course you're excited that she's getting married. I don't know if you're like super thrilled a week out to <laughs> still have stickers to make. Yeah. <laughs> I, I designed them last like, week, but I've just been under the weather. So I had to put that on hold, but I'm going to, it's going to be fine. It's going to get done. It, it will be fine. Yes. She Things hasn't always been get a bridezilla yet, and I don't want to see a bridezilla, so it will get done. <laughs> oh, yes, it will. <laughs> you got this. Okay, what are you watching right now? Are you watching anything good? I am a serial podcast kind of person, like the crime dramas, yeah. um, like podcasts, and kind. Of, I love it all. Mm. Um, and so my favorite show is Criminal Minds. Ooh. It's so good. Um, and it's so weird to be like, it's so good because it's about serial killers and it's good. Um, that's not <laughs> the words you use with that, but, um, Criminal Minds, um, on Netflix and, um, the first 48, which is basically nonfiction goodness, but it's, you know, it that's is. the hard part too. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I love that show. I'm addicted to that show, which is kind of <laughs> weird to say, um, and then of course I um I fell off the Grey's Anatomy wagon um and you know I I discovered one day and if spoiler alert if anybody hasn't watched it um when they killed Derek that was like stop the end <laughs> excuse me 
Yeah. McDreamy? Y'all, if, you're, if you are watching Grey's Anatomy currently and you do not know that McDreamy is dead, then it is you're gonna, sorry. Well, and you're spoilers. Gonna oh. Sorry. Um, so mm-hmm. I immediately, like, killing off a character in a book. I have done that. I will abort. No more in the series. <laughs> I am done. So I'm going back into it, and I am back in the first season of Grey's Anatomy 2. Yeah. Oh, re watching Grey's Anatomy is so much fun. Have you seen yes. the episode, Leanne? Have you watched yeah, it? Yeah, I've I have oh, seen I'm current. I am <laughs> caught up. Let me just say that. I am yes. not. So don't tell yes. me after he went okay. bye-bye, I know nothing. Okay, I'm just gonna well, say I, I don't just... think this will give anything away, but the COVID episode. Dude. <laughs> yeah, there's well, this whole season has been COVID and it's been rough and good at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't feel sorry for people who are just now like, oh my gosh, they're gonna kill McDreamy. What? Like, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Well, like, the COVID the McDreamy was dream gonna die sequence. for years. That's the one that I'm talking I about. I have seen a little bit of previews for it, but I'm like, <laughs> quick, like a gunslinger, <laughs> dude, change the channel. Um, it's very fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. What are you currently? No, I know you're not currently like at this moment eating anything. But <laughs> no, what I'm have not. you been eating lately? Have you have you found that there's something that you've been really loving to eat lately, or what are no. you eating? I I am three weeks in three. No, I'm a month now um, into low carb, low sugar slash no sugar. Oh. Um, no, basically no, no added, no, <laughs> pretty much no <laughs> added sugar or low sugar in the event that, you know, they feel like I might jump off a bridge. Um, then I can have some, some sort of sugar, but I'm just eating so many vegetables. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's, Nothing fun. Yeah. I feel that my, and we have a deal in our house where our kids have to eat a salad before they have like junk food and stuff. And my husband is like nice. vegan and eats a lot of salad. So the other day I was talking to Leanne on the phone. And she's like, what are you doing in the car? I was like, I have to go get kale. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, I love vegetables. I really do. I mean, I love them. Um, but when someone again tells you no bread, no yeah. bread, suddenly mm-hmm. all I want is bread and butter. That's all I want. <laughs> and then yeah, you tell yeah. me, and I'm not, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't drink juice. I've always drank water. Um, if I did drink juice, it was because it's a part of like the issue with my disorder. Um, not too many processed foods. So I'm already kind of restricted. Um, so with juice, it had to be 100% fruit juice, not from concentrate, full on juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have them recently say no more good carb juice because it's too much good carb. Um, nice. that's the, that's what the low carb situation is. It's too many good carbs. Um, so now that they've said that, all I want to do is lay on a conveyor belt in an ice cream factory and just open my mouth. That's <laughs> all I want to do. Yeah. That sounds like no, all I want to do every day. <laughs> as soon oh, as Caitlin, Caitlin's always like, Caitlin's like, I'm going to go back on low carb. And I'm like, just bring me a bread sandwich. Okay. Because <laughs> I need all, I love a carb. Oh, I, I had just love Greek them so yogurt. Much. Um, I had fat-free Greek yogurt for the first time um, last week. I'd never had it. Um, and my friend was like, oh, how is it? And I said, it tastes like I'm eating the dream of a baked potato um, because <laughs> it tastes like sour cream. Sour cream. And so all mm-hmm. I could think about while I was eating it was the vision of the sour cream that should be on the baked oh. potato. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. A yeah, loaded I'll baked take a potato. baked potato sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'll take a baked potato sandwich too. Just <laughs> baked potato sandwich. 
<laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out for you. I that's think your stomach's going to be upset. All right, what's next, Caitlin? Okay, what are you loving right now? I know Leanne's loving a baked potato sandwich, but what are you loving? (laughs) That didn't sound so good. But (laughs) I am going to say that I am loving my family and the time I have with you guys right now. Oh, I've had a really good conversation. I was super nervous. Oh, um, really? I really, I really, I know. You're like, really? You can talk. I, <laughs> I was super nervous, um, but I have really enjoyed the time talking to you guys. Well, that's we, have, uh, we have kept you for a just time. <laughs> I know. I feel like a new person. I know. This is, this is my, these are my favorite kind of episodes when we talk Therapy. to somebody and when we're done, I'm just like, oh yes, I've seen the light. Like I feel so much better. I feel so, I feel younger now that I've talked to you. Like I'm ready to like just try something new. Just, oh, yeah. Good, so good. yeah, it's been great for me just to let y'all know. <laughs> it's been good for her. Get it, Leah. Get it. So yeah. So what are you dreaming? Do you have goals? Do you have anything coming up in the future? Like what are you dreaming about? Honestly, I'm dreaming about my sister's wedding. Uh, I had a nightmare that I forgot my shoes. Oh, no. Oh, And (laughs) she's getting married on a Sunday. And so I dreamt I forgot my shoes. And we live in two different cities. And when I, like, well, actually, I brought the shoe box. But when I opened it, there were no shoes. And so it's always some kind of mixture of something because I'm worried about the stickers. Um, but like I'm missing the jury or I open it and my mask isn't there. It's, it's hilarious. I mean, something inevitably will happen. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, I feel like at every wedding, there's like one thing. So as long as you set your expectations that something is going to happen, whether it's to you or to them or whatever, (laughs) but something's going to happen. I just don't want it to be me. Yeah. Right, like you don't want to cause the thing that happens. Right, you know? I don't Maybe want you it to can be, be there to. You can be there to observe the thing that happens, but you don't want to yeah. be like the reason for the thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Which I is why that. I'm leaving mm-hmm. earlier than I need to, like a whole two days earlier, so that if I discover something's wrong, I have two days to figure yeah. it out to make right. it right, make it work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's smart. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go deep next, Caitlin. Are we you ready? Are. Yes, I'm ready. Is this okay, my turn? So, I, is it my turn? Or yeah, it's your, your turn? turn. Okay, it's my turn. It's your turn. I'm okay. just trying to get you to <laughs> ask you. her, I'm what sorry. is she I, feeling? I have so- <laughs> what are you feeling? What are you feeling right now? <laughs> what am I feeling? I feel, yes. honestly, like, I feel, it's funny. Um, I feel like I'm in my classroom, so I'm being very comedic class clown situation right now. <laughs> um, because I just, again, I just like making people laugh. Um, but I am, I don't know, I'm happy. I'm feeling happy. Um, and you know, this is a, like every experience that I get to have, that's something new. I feel happy about the fact that I did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. Well, we're happy yes. that you got to be here. So that is awesome. <laughs> we yes, I know. And we've kept you all day, but we're not going <laughs> to stop yet. So hold on. Um, so what are you listening to? What are you listening to right now? Does it have to be music? No. I don't know why no. I just said that because I said, does it have to be music? And then a song pops into my head. Whatever you are listening to. What am I listening to? Oh, a range of things, I guess. Um, I was listening to you guys' podcast yesterday. 
Um, Thank you. We love that. I was like, yeah. I was listening. Love I that. was listening to another podcast called Broken Hearts. It's really good. It's also a um, crime um, drama where these um, two parents take in this um, same-sex couple take in adopted children, um, and it ends poorly. Oh, but I recommend it. Oh, okay. That's it why I didn't spoil good. that one. Yes. If thank you're you. not up to date in Grey's Anatomy, hot mess you are, like me. <laughs> Um, but this one, not everybody knows about podcasts and stuff like that. So it's called Broken Hearts and, um, Hearts is H-A-R-T-S. Free okay. plug for whoever made that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. I always like podcast recommendations because I get kind of tired of the ones I listen to all the time. Yeah. I'm on so... a true crime like break right now because it gets me, it gets my anxiety going. If I, get overdo oh, it. So I, I can listen to true crime while grading papers. Oh man. I'm like, oh no, someone's going to come in here tonight and that's going to happen to me. Like, Oh I no, to- I don't <laughs> like those. Like it's yeah. weird. I try not to listen before bed if I do. Cause I'm so like, and that's the thing about first 48, it comes on at night. Like obviously like right before bed, I always try to find something on YouTube to watch to kind of wash that away. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. first 48 and then I'll watch someone plan. Um or like, you know, if I'm listening to a podcast um like Dr. Death or something like that and I'm so hooked on it and I don't want to have like weird dreams, I'll just try to make sure to look at something positive. So usually I go no social media or anything like that, but um if I'm watching true crime or something, I'm going to social media, I have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Death is a good podcast. Oh, it's so good. It's so yes. good. Um, yeah, the Happy Face Killer is a good one too. That's Ooh. a good one. Ooh, that sounds and, good. Yeah, there's a lot of really good true crime po- true crime podcasts that I did enjoy. I liked Doctor Death. I don't know if I I'm yeah. not. Are they making new episodes or was that just like a limited series? Um, they made still... new, they did updates, um, on the case and then there's a few new episodes, but I haven't, um, gotten too far into those yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm not I, caught I, up with Dr. that. Dr. Death came out. I, I, you know, stream that every day driving to work and I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but they did make a couple updates. So I'm a few updates okay. behind. All right, I'll have to check that out. All right, last one, Caitlin, go for okay. it. Okay, ooh, I get your favorite one. Okay, the what are you? One. The easiest one. Okay, what are yes. you drinking right now? Or not, I mean, not right now, maybe now, but <laughs> no, actually, you've been drinking the whole time. Gotta hydrate. Same. Water. I only drink water because that whole low carb, low no sugar water. Mm. Okay, is it like sparkling water or just like regular nope. tap water? Filtered, filtered tap water. That's Excellent. it. I like wow. it. Wow. So, so no cocktails or anything? No. I don't drink at all. beverages? I no? don't. Oh. No. Since I was 23. Yeah. Oh, wow. No yeah, drinking. Caitlin knows I don't understand that life. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me disclaimer. Not because of a bad situation or me over drinking. I just made a choice to not drink. <laughs> there we go. No. Just made a There choice. are some days that. I need to make that choice too. Yeah. But. I mean, I, <laughs> I drink like maybe once or twice a year. So I'm always the designated driver, but I, I told Leanne, it's not worth it for me now that I'm in my thirties to have a two day hangover. It is not oh, worth well, it. I was the yeah, designated driver often um, because yeah, just for not drinking, but yeah. Well, I am in the middle of like, I'm in day two right now of a two day hangover. And <laughs> let me just tell you, 
<laughs> it sounds really good right life. at this time. To, yeah. yeah, it sounds really good right now to say just, no, I just am not going to drink anymore. Like, I could get behind that today. <laughs> Leanne's um, going to find a meeting. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, you know, a week from now, I'll be like, oh, bring me the tequila. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, not the tequila. Oh, my gosh. Ever since college, I could not. I was going to say, you went really, like, you, you, went you didn't, baby. Like, I know. You just mm-hmm. not like, oh, let me have a little rum and coke. No, tequila. <laughs> Make sure the scorpion <laughs> or the worm is at the bottom. Ew. Like, wow. I can't even smell a margarita after, like, a bad experience in college. Like, at nothing. At tequila, can I cannot do it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, you guys, we are just going to go ahead and say you're welcome. Welcome, because that was our show. <laughs> and um, I'm going to um, have Juanita let everybody um, know one more time where they can find her on the interwebs. And then I'm going to tell y'all where you can find Caitlin as poorly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you guys for listening. I know this is a, a long episode. I just had so much fun. Um, they if like, it. like to. I'm glad. I'm glad. Good then. I was like, I don't know. Um, if you would like to come and join me in my small little corner of the, you know, interwebs on Instagram, you can find me at Juanita E. Johns. And someday maybe right. you go do that. Go do yeah. that right now. So do yourself not, a favor. Seriously, yeah. Do yourself a, a kindness today and go and look at her Instagram if you never have, because it's the best. And you can find our girl Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she also has a teacher Instagram called chaos in the classroom. So go over there and check that out. And she has an Instagram for her ducks called ducking chaos underscore official. And she also messes around on the spice chaos podcast, Instagram occasionally. And she's here every Monday and Friday. So that's Caitlin. That's true. And I'll have one more thing to add to that list come June. So Spoiler. Oh, new of. stuff. Yeah. New. The tea. The tea is coming. <laughs> There's um, so much new stuff, y'all. <laughs> so much. Okay. And then um, you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. You can also find her playing Animal Crossing on Spiced Horizons on Instagram. And then you can also find her right here every Monday and Friday chatting it up with me and a guest and, you know, doing our thing. And then she also has really put in some hard work over on our Spice Chaos Instagram. So make sure you check her out over there as well. Oh, so that is it, everyone. This has been a great episode and so much fun. Juanita, you are just, I can see why you said, like, how can anybody say anything mean to you? Like, it'd be like, <laughs> kicking a puppy because <laughs> For real. you are I just so learned that adorable. from other people. <laughs> <laughs> you are just so adorable and wonderful and have just been so open and willing to talk to us about all kinds of things today. And it's just been so great. Um, I want for everyone out there in listener land to have a great week. And as usual, you will hear us again on Friday with a mini-sode. Uh, we don't know yet what that mini is going to be about. So just stay tuned. <laughs> Maybe there will be a topic. Like, I think Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We're supposed to be asking y'all questions, and then we really just run our mouths the whole time. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, everyone have a really, really great week. Thanks so much to Juanita for being on the show. Everybody go follow her. And um, yeah, guys, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.